spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast, and it's my honor today to have a very special guest. Her name is Christy Shimke, and the name of her company is Crash Jewelry. And if you wonder what Crash Jewelry is, I can't wait for her to tell you and for her to show you some examples. And I will also post some pictures uh, along with the podcast when it when it gets posted because. I can't even explain how beautiful this jewelry is. I was able to see it in person when I went to Nashville to the Women, Drive, Women with Drive event that was held the weekend of the Indy race. And she had a display of jewelry there and the women were three deep trying to get to the table to look at the jewelry. And most of them were so unique that if you saw one you liked, you better grab it because it was the only one like it. And so I wanted to have Christy on and talk to her about where she came up with this wonderful idea, this beautiful jewelry. And so we connected today and Christy, welcome to the show. And would you start by telling us just a little bit about yourself? Sure, well, thank you, Melinda. I'm really, really happy to be here. And thank you so much for the invitation. Um, I love what you do. Um, yeah, so um, I live in Southern California in uh, outside of LA on the west side at Culver City. And um, my, I'm married, uh, no children. <laughs> so uh, my, my husband uh, has a body shop in uh, West LA and it's been there since 1979. He's a, he has a partner, he's been there longer. And the, the shop specializes in mostly Mercedes-Benz. Uh, they're a, a tier two certified aluminum welding shop. Um, so they work on new cars, late model cars, but they also work on a lot of European cars and some American cars. Uh, so when I met Dan, I was working at UCLA. My background is in art history actually. And I worked for a number of years at the Getty Museum and then at UCLA. So I had a, a totally different career prior to this. Um, I've always loved art. I've always been a frustrated artist. <laughs> uh, found that, it found that, that doing research and all that reading about artists was, was very fulfilling, but not working in a bureaucracy um, like the Getty or UCLA. It's uh, almost impossible to get anything done. It seems like right. if you, you know, if you're sort of a go-getter or whatever, or you're proactive, it's, it's hard, you know? Yeah. So um, Dan and I, we got married, um, it was a second marriage. So we were, you know, older. And uh, when I met him, I was very unhappy with my job at the time. And uh, so he said, well, why don't you take some time and figure out what you want to do? Because I was always in, uh, an awe of him because no matter what he had done the night before, 
he'd get up at 5 a.m. excited to go to work, you know, and he, he'd worked long days and he still does, but he loves, loves what he does. And, um, you know, I just, I never felt that way. My, my whole life, my whole professional career, I never felt like that. And so uh, I did a variety of things, uh, started taking metalsmith classes, which I immediately just felt a strong connection with. Um, and after several years, I became pretty good at it and then uh, started making more traditional jewelry like you'd see on Etsy or whatever, you know, silver, that kind of thing. Um, and at that point, uh, I had a different company and it was called Mina B, named after my grandmother. And uh, Dan let me move my studio into a garage adjacent to the property, the body shop. And <clears throat> so this was a few years back and I would be uh, working and I, I'd go out and look at the cars, you know, just take a break. And I'd see these, you know, gorgeous Bentleys come in and, you know, uh, you know, these Mercedes and Lamborghinis and whatnot. And the colors what captured, well, the designs, but also the colors or what right. sort of captured my imagination, you know, the paint on these cars. Um, some of them, you know, like the, the Bentley and the Windsor blue or the Damson metallic purple, you know, and, and it was all factory finish or the matte finishes, whatever. And uh, I started wondering, you know, what happens when that fender or door, whatever is removed and then a, a part is replaced, you know, what, what happens? So I, I asked Dan, he said, well, we technically, we own that piece now. And then uh, we, we recycle it or we, you know, somebody takes it and recyc recycles it. And, but, you know, you never really know what happens to it, you know? Right. So um, I started thinking about, I wonder if I could do something with this car metal, because at that point in time, metal prices, precious metal were just skyrocketing. And I, you, I just couldn't afford it. And uh, so it just started as an idea, like making jewelry from the car metal, because from a marketing perspective, it made sense. Um, but I didn't know how to do it. So <laughs> um, it took, I'm in my eighth year. It probably took five, six years, even eight really at this point for what we're doing now to get to that point where I feel like it's complete. You know, I mean, there's always room for growth for sure right. and more creativity, but I just, I feel like I've, I've got it because I had to come up with my own uh, sort of production techniques, which are not, I mean, they're very uh, hands-on. Uh, I don't want to, you know, very, very crude, I guess you'd say, because the whole goal of, of, of making crash jewelry is to retain the original factory paint. And um, that's been the hardest, the, the biggest challenge. I mean, there's been a lot of challenges, but imagine when you've, you've cut out a piece, you know, you've cut out a piece for a bracelet like you have, and I've sanded it, I've polished it, I've riveted, et cetera. And then I go to bend it and then the paint would crack or fracture or, you know, just fly off and, you know, because it's not meant to be bent that way. <laughs> and uh, so, so now I'm at the point where I, I, I understand um, the different types of paints on different cars. It's, there's all these variables, you know, what part of the, um, you know, the, the car that your bracelet comes from may determine the thickness of the paint on your bracelet, you know, so, I have to consider all these things when when deciding what to make from that piece of car metal, um, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
That's so, uh, that's so interesting because there was all that metal right in front of you, really. And mm-hmm. and then just one day the idea came, hey, I wonder what I could do with this. And, yeah. and we're seeing the end production of all your studying and practicing and trial and error. And yeah. the bracelets, I mean, there. I think there was some necklace and earrings there too. But the yes. bracelets are just amazing. And I wouldn't think about the paint popping off when oh, you picked yeah. it. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, like on your your bracelet, for example, that the, the bottom piece is actually uh, a uh, Ferrari 599 GTO. And it's a pearl white. Mm-hmm. And then the, the piece on top of it is from a, a 360 Challenge Stradale and Rosso Corsa. Um, so in order to attach that, red piece to the pearl white I have to use rivets because I can't use an open flame or it will destroy the uh the paint okay but but the kicker is that I have to do everything on a curved surface like for example it has to be like this before I can even apply right another piece of metal on top of that yeah because in the beginning in the beginning I I had everything flat you know and then I would rivet it on top and then I'd bend it, but it doesn't work that way, <laughs> you know. So, they don't bend together. No, they do not. And usually, you know, things shorten, things lengthen. Yeah. And so all these little things I've had to learn and it also makes it really hard when something is curved, not only drilling holes, you know, for the rivets, but also riveting, doing anything on a curved Curve. basis has been you know a real challenge as well um so yeah so there's every i I must say every day i learn something about this car metal (laughs) so you take the flat piece of metal Mm -hmm. let's say that bracelet right there and then you Mm -hmm. how do you make it curve and how do you know what size to make it well that's that's a good question and that's also taken a long time to figure out and now we've got it on our website we really break it down so it shouldn't be a problem at all. But uh, what I recommend is that, um, you know, you t- everybody, you know, you measure your wrist right above the bone, uh, about right there, and with a soft uh, tape measure. Uh-huh. And uh, my wrist measures six inches. And then I subtract uh, a half an inch for the opening. Okay. So then I would be a five and a half. Okay. So, so the per- whoever's ordering it can order it right off the website specifically you know down to you know their three quarters like 5.75 if you want so everything everything is custom so it fits you well and uh yeah so that's um and then as for bending it um it's I slowly heat up the metal I mean not using an open flame but but I do heat it up but it takes it, it only for a matter of seconds and then also in almost I'll put it in again and again because the paint will burn. And when paint is um, uh, like we when we uh, cure the paint or when the paint is drying in our, our booths, I think it's about we bake it at about I, I want to say two something, 275, you know, not too not too high. And so I have to figure out like what's going to work for that particular paint on that particular car. And it is trial and error. 
And then uh, once I get it out, depending on if it's aluminum or steel, if it's steel, I can bend it. It's much easier to bend. I can bend it on a, um, a mandrel, a steel mandrel, and then yeah. use a, a soft mallet and shape it. If it's aluminum, I have to use an arbor press with an attachment that I found. Okay. Somebody that she, she created this apparatus that has been a game changer for me, I must say, because aluminum is one of the strongest metals I've worked with. It is yeah. tough. Yeah. But it's and also it's, beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and the thing that I like about aluminum too is um, it's, um, it's very lightweight yeah. so, and, and it doesn't corrode. So it stays, you know, nice and shiny. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, so if you want to wear a pair of earrings, they're very lightweight. You don't even know you have them on. Right. And uh, yeah, so I, I like that aspect of it a lot. And most of our cars now are aluminum. So, um, you know. So um, another thing that was really cool about each of the bracelets is that there's a little card that comes with it. Yeah. And yeah. so tell, tell uh, the listeners about the little cards and what, they, what the purpose of those are. Okay. So uh, what we do is we supply a, like a DMV uh, registration card. Like you get, if you registered your car from the DMV and it's got um, a seal on it, like for the state of California, but it's the state of crash jewelry. Mm. And uh, what's really cute in the middle is a, a picture of a, a woman with a helmet, a racing helmet and a car in the distance. So that's the, the seal. You have to look at it. It's tiny. Yeah. And what we what we do is we include a crash VIN number, which uh, helps us also determine if you want to reorder, we'll know what size you are. Okay. Um, uh, it also includes the, um, you know, the, the, the make and the model of the car and the, the color, if we know it. Um, we also include any other details that might be of interest uh, to to the customer, for example, if it's laser engraved or I added gemstones, I'll list that, you know, like this is a, a ruby or this is, you know, whatever. Um, so it's a small card, but as much information as we can get on there. Yeah. Because we also find that um, if you give it as a gift, people want to know, you know, they want to yeah. know all about it. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so I, I thought the little cards were interesting because uh, as the women were looking at the, mostly the bracelets, as the women were looking at them, um, one of the ladies said, oh, I need, I, I want a Ferrari bracelet or I want a whatever kind of bracelet because that's maybe the kind of car she had or the kind of car she loved. And she right. wasn't even caring so much about the design or the color as what kind of car it was made from, which I thought Absolutely. was really interesting because for me, I was looking at the, the design and the color and what am I going to wear it with and you know what else. And so the one I bought right. was the silver with the red and I should have put it on. And the, like I said, it's packed up because we're going to be leaving. But um, the, the jewelry is just every piece is unique, isn't it? There's no two it is. pieces exactly alike. No, no. And I, I want to address that, but uh, go back to what you're saying about how people look at it when they're shopping, because I, I'm like you, I look for design because I'm a visual person, but what I have learned is that a, a lot of people, they are such car enthusiasts oh, yeah. that they, that's the first thing they want to know is like, what do you have in a Miata? What do you have in this? What do you have in this color? What do you have in this make? What do you have in this model? You know, it's, yeah. it's amazing, you know, and I love it too. 
And some people even send me their own car metal. Um, they may have a piece in the garage. They may have had a fender replaced. And, and I always recommend, see if you can keep that fender, you know, see if you can ask the shop to cut a swath out for you, you know, if you want me to make you something. Um, but going back to everything is handmade. Yes, everything is made by hand and everything is one of a kind. However, this past couple of years, we've perfected a new technique um, where we use, we employ a laser engraver. And what we'll do is that enables us to uh, replicate certain intricate designs like this one with the, yes. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. So it, it allows me to do, uh, to scale up a bit. Um, but even though the designs are uh, the same, say, for example, um, I still have to you know, cut them, sand them, polish them, rivet it. So everything is a little, a little bit different. Right. But, but, but the laser engraving has been uh, a game changer for us. So. Yeah. So I was going to ask you if somebody had a piece from their race car or their personal car, they can actually send that to you and you can yes. work with them and make something very custom. Absolutely. And if it's a, uh, all I, we need is that it needs to be steel or aluminum. And uh, for example, this uh, a woman in Ohio sent me uh, part of her race car. It's a Ferrari. Uh, it was painted sort of lime green and white. It had all these decals all over it, of course. And people loved it. You know, they love getting a piece of that car with the, you can see a piece of the decal, or maybe it's got some roughed up edges or, mm -hmm. you know, you know, she was actually pushed into the wall. She was fine. But, you know, but the car wasn't, right. and, uh, you know, and, and, and also, oh my gosh, this is another great story. Um, this guy in Australia, Ron Goodman, he uh, races uh, Porsche uh, 356, I guess, uh, the little speedsters. And he is a, uh, he's got a shop in Sydney where he works on anything Porsche. He's, he's amazing, this guy. And um, so he contacted me and he said, you know, a few years back, I went up to Laguna Seca and I was a part of the, the vintage, you know, the Rolex vintage race event that they have during car week. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and it was a big deal. He even made a movie about it. So, you know, he brought his car over from Sydney and then he drove it up from LA up to, you know, Monterey. And he, you know, was in this race for several days. Well, at the very end, he did crash. Um, I know he, he's, you know, obviously he's okay, but, yeah. um, but he, he saved part of his car and uh, he said, you know, can you, can you make something for this, especially for this charity that I'm interested in? You know, Australia was devastated by those wildfires. Right. Uh, I think it was, so it was for that charity. Um, so he sent me all the way from Australia, this box <laughs> of just rusted pieces of metal. And, and it was, but we made, I made some some beautiful stuff it, and uh, I bet it was great it was great yeah so he loved it and uh, and I, I enjoyed also like helping him out you know with his charity as well yeah so. so how big of a piece of I'm thinking of my granddaughters they both race and so how big of a piece of do you need to make a bracelet um for a bracelet it doesn't need to be that big it could be you know it could be you know, this, something like this, you know, okay. it doesn't need to be that big, but 
you know, it's better to get a bigger piece if I can. It could be, you know, the size of a, an envelope, you know, like a, a padded mailing envelope okay. or something like that. Just, just to see, because sometimes, you know, you make mistakes, you want right. to obviously, you know, you, the first piece may be a prototype, the next one. So the, the more okay. metal to work with, but what we usually ask is, you know, if you have some metal, just, you know, just cut it up into those size pieces. Yeah. Okay. If you can, if you can, um, one guy sent me a, a hood from Texas and uh, we just, we cut it up at the shop. So yeah. it's up to, you know, it's up to the person. I, I like to have a discussion, see pictures. Okay. Um, then, then we can determine a lot of people don't have access to, you know, the cutting tools or whatever to cut right. up a vendor. So, but, but we can do that for them. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so just roughly, I know the bracelets varied in price, but can you just, just give them a random, you know, idea of what a bracelet costs sure. either from sure. the website or whatever. Um, they start at, I think, $65 and go up to about four to $500, depending yeah. on what's, you know, what's on involved. It. What's right. on it. <laughs> yeah. And how intricate it is because there, exactly. there were, there was a wide variety of what yeah. I thought was excellent prices for what you were getting because it's so unique and so yeah. different. And when, and so I wore mine then all weekend and, and I had a couple of people say, Oh, I love your bracelet. And I, I said, Oh, there's a gal that makes these go to Christ jewelry. And you know, whether they did, I don't know, but, um, you know, they're so different looking yeah. that they draw attention and, yes. and not in a gaudy or look at me kind of way, but just because they're so unique that people say like, oh, I really love your bracelet. Yeah. And what's really cool about that is, is when you, when somebody says that to you and then you say, oh, it's a, uh, you know, it's a Lamborghini. They look at you like you're crazy. Right. <laughs> and then you explain, and then they it just, I, it never fails to amaze me, you know, that people laugh out loud yeah. and they smile or, you know, and it always makes me happy because, uh, you know, I, I mean, that's the thing. You don't know that you're wearing a piece of a car, you know, mm -hmm. so that's kind of the, the hidden surprise as well. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and just, you know, when I first saw them, like I said, I was just, so, I mean, I'm a creative person. So I, I scrapbooked, I, that was my big thing. You know, I just, I love all that kind of crafts things, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm an, I'm an um, visual person as well. So you can show, I had a, I had a ceramic shop for years. So, oh. you know, people look at the greenware, which is just, you know, one color of clay, they can't see the finished product and I could see it in 10 different ways. And right. so, you know, um, just being able to see that and then just to, to see what you were doing and all the different cars. And I was just thinking, how did she come up with this idea? And I just love that it was, you know, there it is, your husband's business. And it's yeah. right there. And, and you came up with a way to not only repurpose some beautiful metal, mm. because otherwise, who knows where it went to the recycle yeah, landfill yeah and um and you were able to just create such beautiful items from it and so why don't we why don't you share where can somebody go 
to find out where, you know, like, do you have items that they can purchase that you already have done and how they can order from you? So let us know all the details about that. Okay. Thanks. Absolutely. Um, so you can go, I do have a website. Um, it's a full retail site um, and it is uh, crashjewelry.com. And uh, everything is broken into cars uh, or you can search by types of jewelry or you can search, I think, by price as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I try and keep it as up to date as possible. Um, there is a contact form there. If you had an idea for a custom order or you have your own metal or whatever, feel free to, to contact me because I'm always open to that collaboration. Um, uh, yeah, so that's, I mostly sell there. I, since we've now opened up a little bit, I'm doing a lot of car shows. So okay. um, yeah, this fall is just, you know, October's booked because nice. everybody's cramming everything in sure. the fall. So uh, I like to, I like to do car shows as well. Okay. Um, so uh, a lot of my customers have been with me since the very beginning, which is great. And uh, they, they keep coming back or they tell somebody and right. And, and yeah. And then I also offer occasionally, you know, sales, things around the, the holidays. So I yeah. always try, if you get on the mailing list, I always send out information okay. about that as well. All right. So go to your website and you can get on the mailing list and you can see what's mm -hmm. going on. And is there a list of where you're going to be? Yes. I need to update that. Okay. Um, but also I, I must say on the homepage um, and also on the press page, there are videos that show how I make the jewelry. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always good to see, you know, like, like, so you can just sort of conceptualize like what it is she's doing mm -hmm. because it, most people, I mean, some of the, a lot of times when I've been at shows and I mentioned that it's made from the car metal or whatever, they, I've had people think that I've actually bought a car oh. and cut it up <laughs> <laughs> or, or that, that I paint it or that it's raw metal and then I paint it right. or, you know, so it's, it's good to see the process just so you get an idea as to what goes into it because right. it is yeah yeah so. that's cool but Kalamazoo and I don't know if they're having it this year or not I haven't heard but Kalamazoo always has a huge car show and I want to say tin dusters something but it's it's really a big deal and there's a lot of beautiful cars and I know you're way too far away to come to that show, but those are the kind of shows I think that people really would be interested in what you have. And they do have, you know, booths where people sell things, but I've never seen yeah. any jewelry. <laughs> what, what time of the year is that? September, I believe. Oh, okay. Because there's also that, uh, the Concord Elegance, the, uh, what is it, uh, of the Americas or something that's in, uh, at the Inn in St. John's in Plymouth. Okay. I believe. But that one I think is in July, but um, yeah. Well, you'll we, have to check. I'll, I'll have to check out the dates for you because I know you said you have relatives in Michigan. And yes. when you were here, it was way too hot. You need to come in September when it's a little cooler and the, the leaves are just starting to turn a little bit. It's really, oh, it's really starting to get pretty here. So um, I'll get you nice. that information for down the line okay. because um you know, it's a, it's a big show. It's a big deal. So I'd love, oh, I'd love that. that. Yeah. That I'd love that. Yeah. Well, Christy, 
Is there anything that I've missed that I haven't asked you about that you'd like to share about yourself or what you do? Um, I don't think so. What, what I was going to say is um, since our shop works mostly on European cars, um, we do occasionally get some American. I'm always on the market for muscle cars. So okay. if anybody out there, you know, has any connections or, um, you know, has any scrap metal laying around, let me know because okay. I, I get a lot, I get a lot of requests for Camaros and things like that. And I mean, we, we do have a couple of Mustangs. Uh, we do have one Dodge Charger, but that's it. Um, and then the other thing is that I get a lot of requests for is Corvettes and, oh, uh, it's really frustrating because I can't work with Corvette metal because it's fiberglass. Um, unless it's an older Corvette, you know, then if I could get any steel or anything off of that, I okay. love that because people love Corvettes and the, and the new Corvette is gorgeous, but, um, but I just can't work with it. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Well, we'll put that in the show notes too, that okay. what you're looking for, you know, what kind of, it has to be metal or aluminum or aluminum. steel or aluminum and, um, and you'd love to have some muscle cars and some American yep. cars. Okay. Some race cars. Yeah. Race cars. I think I might be able to find you some race cars that, All you know, right. surely there's some race car parts laying around that need to be made into bracelets for sure. Absolutely. Yes. I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's awesome. Well, Christy, yeah. I've, I've just so enjoyed talking with you and learning more about Christ jewelry and how it came to be and what you're doing. And I encourage all of my listeners to go to your website and check it out. It would make a great gift for someone, a gift for yourself. That's what I did. I bought one for myself, but um, they're just, they're just so unique and so beautiful. And if you love cars or racing or anything like that, it's just the perfect thing to have on your arm when you're out and about and, and I love, I absolutely love mine. I've worn it quite a, quite often since I bought it. And so um, hopefully some people come and check out your website and that we can stay connected. Christy, I'd love to be able to stay connected with you and know more, you know, whenever you come up with something new and different, we're, we're going to share it for you. How's that? Oh, that's great. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Just want to say one, one thing when you, if you do get a piece of, I should say, when you get a piece of crash jewelry, uh, make sure you take it off when you go through the airport metal detector. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't have thought of that, but that's probably true. It's going to make yeah. your it's going to make you go off, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much, Melinda. I oh, really Christy, thank it. you, thank you for being on the show. Sure, thank you. Thank you for listening to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at International Women's Motorsports Association or on Instagram and Twitter at the IWMA Nation. And if you know someone that should be on our show, drop us an email at IWMA Nation at gmail.com.